I just love Christmas. Are you loving Christmas? Do you love Christmas? Are you a Christmas person? I love it. I hope that's somebody shouting out. Yes, they are. That's good. Yes, good. I am too. I love the lights. I love putting all my Christmas lights around my house. I love the lights up in London. I love driving through, you know, through the area and you see all the lights in people's houses. But I also love candles. Oh, I love all the candles that come out at Christmas. I love all the glitter and the sparkle. And obviously, I just love Christmas nails with a little bit of glitter as well. I just love it. But today, I want to tell you about a different type of light. In John 8, verse 12, the word says, I am the light of the world. And the light of the world is the baby in the manger that came to this world to be our light. It was always God's plan, because in the beginning, he created darkness. And he created light. And when he saw the light, he said, this is good. I don't know what you feel about darkness. I always seem to get a toothache or an earache in the night. Things just happen in the darkness. But then good things happen in the darkness. Well, you wouldn't see the stars in the sky if it wasn't dark. So I want to just tell you about some of my experiences of darkness. I don't know about you, and I hope there's some girls who are going to back me up on this. You better do. I hate putting petrol in my car. I absolutely hate putting petrol in my car. And if I'm very sneaky, I sometimes take my husband's car. So he takes mine and realises that there's no petrol and puts the petrol in. But sometimes it doesn't work and I haven't been sneaky. And there was this one time I went to see my friend and she lived quite a long way away down some little narrow country roads. And I knew I probably only had one little bit of petrol left. But I thought, you know, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. I'll get there and I'll get back. I'm sure I will. Well, I had a lovely time with my friend and it was dark. And I set off home and I just glanced and I saw this flashing light. Oh, no. Perhaps I should have put petrol in. So I'm driving through the darkness until I saw a light. And it was the light of a petrol station. I felt so relieved. I felt so happy. I knew it was going to be all right. That's the light of the baby in the manger. He's telling us, it's going to be all right. You can feel relieved. You're safe. And then sometimes when you've been out and maybe you've done shopping, maybe you've come back from work, maybe you haven't had the best of days and you come around the corner and you see your home and the lights are on in your home. You know somebody's there, maybe they've even cooked your dinner, you don't know, but the lights are on and you think that's home, I'm home, I'm safe, I'm secure. That's the baby in the manger the light of the world, calling each one of us home, calling us to security. But I was telling a friend and I said what I was going to do and I was telling her a little bit about the preacher. She said, no, Sally, there's one better light. And she lives up in the Lake District and her husband actually is in the rescue team. And he, she said, there is nothing 
better. That when you've gone for a long walk and up all the Lake District hills and everything, maybe you've got lost. Or maybe you tripped over and hurt some, your ankle or something. When the light comes through the darkness and you know the mountain rescuer there, they've come to rescue you. The baby in the manger, the light of the world, has come to rescue you. So my first point, and I've only got four, the light of Jesus came to save us and bring us home. Now you might say, well, I heard that you've got that pastor bit. So yeah, obviously he's come to save you and rescue you. But I've come to say, he came for all of us. And you can see it through that Christmas story that we've just watched. Do you know what the shepherds, they were marginalized. They were travelers. They were uneducated. They felt, they were, probably didn't feel that they were worthy. Maybe their confidence was low. Maybe they just didn't feel, what's the point? I'm the lowest of low. But do you know what? Haven't some of those thoughts come through our heads before? Haven't we had those thoughts, those dark thoughts? But the babies come, the light of the world. But then you have the kings, and they're the educated, the wealthy. They probably have the best type of camel to travel with. They are wealthy. But if you're sitting here and you're thinking, hmm, that could be me. I've got a lot. I've got a lot to be thankful for. But still, there's a missing thing. The light of the world has come. He comes for all. He comes for the poor and he comes for the wealthy. And I'm going to bring Mary and Joseph together. Mary, if you realise, was only 14. She was very, very young. And she had just found out that she was going to have a baby. And in the culture that day, she was going to have a baby and wasn't married. She was engaged, but she wasn't married. And then you hear Joseph. He was young too. His world's just completely changed. He's going to marry his childhood sweetheart and he now finds that she's having a baby. Is it true? What about this God and this Holy Spirit? What's happening? Why has it happened to me? This can't be happening. Well, can I just say, it doesn't matter whether you're old or young, but I want to just focus on our youngsters. That's probably what a lot of our youngsters are saying through COVID. But I thought I was going to do my GCSEs. I thought I was going to be able to go on holiday with my friends. I thought my first year at uni was going to be finding lots of new friends. And instead, I've been stuck in on Zoom calls. How can this be happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Maybe too, there's fear. Maybe there's anxiety. Do you know what? That baby that came, that light of the world, came for us all. Whatever darkness, whatever thoughts, wherever we are at this moment, that baby came for us. The light of Jesus is for all. Now, I'm going to come to my geeky bit now. So, the light of Jesus is constant. 
and light, the speed of light is constant. Now, do not come up to me at the end and tell me I am wrong, okay? Because I Googled it, and Google must be right, mustn't it? So I kind of got it wrong. So we're going to say the light, the speed of light is constant. And here's the geeky bit. Albert Einstein said the reason he was able to construct his famous theory of relativity was there was a constant speed of light. But you know, as Christians, we have a constant speed of light. It's that baby in the manger. Because I don't know what's ever gone on in your life, and especially these last two years. Everything has been tossing and turning and things changing and everything. And I know in my life, I can definitely say the one constant in my life has been my Jesus, the light of the world. In Hebrews 13, verse 8, it says, Jesus is the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the light of Jesus is constant. The fourth one, and my last point, is the light of Jesus takes away the darkness. John 12, verse 46 says, I've come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. I don't like talking about the darkness too much, but I think we all need to be honest. It's been quite dark, hasn't it? But we know that if we believe in that baby in the manger, he has come to take away the darkness that is trying to invade our lives. He is the light. He will take it away. I just want to quote a little hymn, a carol. O little town of Bethlehem, O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in the dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. For Christ, for Christ is born of Mary. There is an everlasting light that will always take away the darkness. Do you know, when my children were little, we had a little night light in each one of their rooms. Just in case if they woke up, they sort of knew where they were, or they could get out if they wanted to go to the loo. It just gave them a little pathway. But do you know... There was no light until I plugged it in. So there would be nothing. There would still be darkness unless I plugged it in. And you're going, well, that's obvious. Well, can I say, if you want to know the light of the world, the Jesus in the manger, you need to plug in with him because then the light will come into your life. I don't know where you are but I'd love to pray for you. I know most of you here, and I know some of you already know the light of the world. For you, I'd like to pray that in this week, as we get into all the busyness, you will remember, maybe it'll be just looking, light as you light a candle in your house, you'll think, Jesus, light of the world. Maybe it's see the twinkly, twinkly lights, or even maybe you look at your glittery nails, Jesus, is the light of the world. And you just spend that moment remembering what it's all about. For some of you, you've 
never known this Jesus and you're probably quite perplexed and wondering what's going on, I'd love to pray for you to get plugged into Jesus. It's the best thing that you can ever do. And I'm going to pray for you. And if you are one of those people, after the service, there's some lovely people in the lounge who would they'd just love to talk to you if you've got any questions about how to know Jesus. But just remember, he is the light of the world and he came for all of you. So, Father God, I just pray and I thank you that you love us so much. You sent your son, Jesus, to be the light of the world, the baby in the manger. And at this time, we just pray that as we go through the business of Christmas, we will remember your son, Jesus, your son who will take away the darkness and bring in the light into our lives. And we just pray that as we go around, we will be plugged into that light, that light of Jesus. And as we're plugged in, I pray for some of us that we don't only just have the light, we'll give out the light to many this Christmas season. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone.